Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm going to tell everybody, it's really time you stop writing and reading other people's story. Really, it's time you start writing your own because that's their story. Now, you can be motivated by the success because their stories can offer you direction and help you reach your goals through your plan and your committed effort. But I always tell people about this. It's time to leave with your gifts. Really, it really is. Don't let your friends, family, anybody stop you from planning and living your goals. Because my show on Money Making Conversation is about bringing people on the shows who are celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. My next guest is Terrence Terrell. Let me just let y'all know a little bit about him, because I've been following him. He's Motar, y'all. Half man, half motorcycle. And those progressive motorcycles. Now, I know all y'all be going, who's that black dude? Who's that black dude on that, uh, on that treadmill? On that treadmill burning rubber? That's my man right here. Terrence Terrell. We're going to put the word out about him. He's an Emmy Award winning actor, author, musician, and philanthropist. He's appeared on Bosch for Amazon. Loved him on that. Room 104 for HBO. Batwoman for the CW. And the First Wives Club for BET+. Also, Issa Rae's Giants, for which he won a daytime Emmy for Outstanding Supported Actor in a Digital Drama Series. Terrence can be seen in series on the series on new Truck Laurie. I'm going to tell you something. Truck Laurie. If Truck Laurie calls you, then you start... You get on your knees, you say, thank God, because this man's history on television is legendary for sustaining sitcoms on the air. But let's go a little bit about this brother here. He's uh, he's originally from Cleveland, Mississippi. So you have to use the word humble beginnings with him. He's an HBCU alum, Mississippi Valley State. That's Jerry Rice country. Willie Todd, you know what I'm talking about. And currently resides in Los Angeles, California. You know, the, the the beauty of him, man, he has a book out that we're going to talk about. It's a self-published children's book series that includes the titles of Blackie. These are previous books that, uh, that he's written. But My Little Black Book, the book promotes black beauty, inclusion, and self-love, which is some of the forces that drive this young man as he builds his empire through his talent, hard work, passion, and his commitment to making other people better. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. He had to change his background once he realized who was interviewing him. He thought he was in the basement. Please welcome Terrence Terrell. What's up, Terrence? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, Terrence, Terrence, Terrence. You couldn't be real with us. It's too nice to be showing up. No, I was like, let me, let me, you show it out. Let me get ready for you. No, no, no. I have to switch it up for you. Hey, Terrence, 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 Terrence. Hold up, bro. Hey, man. Okay, who are you again? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's your background. That ain't no like a like no no little thing they just put on like a little flip picture. Now nah, that's me, brother. Oh, I was that's... like, let me know. Oh. You ain't about to get me. Let me go ahead and flip, do something. Well, well you upgraded. <laughs> and, and, nice background. Well, first of all, you're a handsome guy, so any background you'll be in front of gonna work for you. So let's go get that. Let's go get that out the way. But you come from Cleveland, Mississippi. Now, I've been all over. I have been in that city because, I, like I said, I know about Cleveland, uh, 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 Mississippi, uh, Alabama, because I was a stand-up comedian. So I was going up wow. and down all the little towns, man, just trying to make my career work. And it, and when you're trying to make your career work, sometimes you have to do it and play places that want on that schedule for stardom. And so coming from Cleveland, now residing in Los Angeles, tell us about their journey because we have to stop. 
in, at the HBCU country that I mentioned in your yeah. intro, Mississippi Valley State, because right now HBCU brand recognition is on fire. You have to be yeah. proud. Yes. Um, so I was raised in, well, grew up in Mississippi, but my mom moved us from Cleveland at five and I went to San Diego. And then mm-hmm. I came back to Cleveland, Mississippi when I was 15 mm-hmm. um, because my grandmother, you know, you go back to the South because somebody's sick or you got to help mm-hmm. family member mm-hmm. out. So my grandmother had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. So I went back to help her out. Um, and I ended up going to college at Mississippi Valley State, then undergrad. That was undergrad. Then grad school, I went to Jackson State. But I was a drum major at Mississippi Valley State. So I was in front of the band. Oh, come on now. You was that guy that did the split? Come on now. Oh, my. Hey, man. Let's let's, let's talk about that, man, because that's no joke, man. You're the drum major for a black marching band and an HBCU. Hey, brother. Thank you. Finally, somebody understand. When you say drum major, they be like, oh, the person that plays drum. Oh, no. no. The oh, drum no. major is literally like the Michael Jackson of the band. Come on You got to you gotta be in Come front. You got to know the steps. You got to know the cues. You got to know the sections. You got to be in control. So, yes. So, you know the, the gangster of what a drum major is. I'm going to tell you something, um, man. I became a drum major Woo! freshman year. And that usually never happens. You got to be in the gym, not the gym, but you got to be in a band for at least two years to do that. But I tried out and I made it. And so I was a freshman drum major. And so, you know, of course, I had to be very strong because you had people in the band like, what, seven years? They ain't graduated. They still want to just be in a band. (laughs) So, yeah, it was it was a very cool experience. But I learned so much music. So. So many amazing things that you can learn. You learn how to survive at HBCU. You, of course, get your education, but you learn how to make a way out of no way. Right. And that's really important you said that. Because I don't want to, because we talk about HBCUs, and I want to go back to that marching band experience, because that's the cornerstone of what HBCUs are known for. And, yes. you know, we know about sports, but the, the bands or that halftime show. And then, yo, then you casually throw out two HBCU. Well, you know, I did undergrad at uh, Mississippi Valley State. And then I did grad at Jackson State where Deion Sanders got him 2-0, tanning up all the front page of ESPN. They undefeated everything. Man, you have to be in Mississippi Valley State. Home of Hall of Fame of Jerry Rice, man, yes. you have to be, brother. You got to have some HBCU photos around your house. It's 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 a great time for HBCU. Yeah, I have my um degrees, but the funny thing is, Coach Totten, he was at my, he used to coach at my high school, okay, at uh, Eastside High in in Cleveland, and then mm-hmm. when I went into, I think he left and went to Valley State, so right. I marched into Titan Ross Rice Stadium on a weekly basis. <laughs> so just to just the love and the energy that I got from there. And then, of course, it was so funny because, you know, a lot of people was like, you shouldn't go to two HBCUs. You should go to undergrad at one and then maybe you should go to Ole Miss or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with my HBCUs <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go to Jackson State um, because, you know, they say you won't look upon as a serious college student if you went to two HBCUs. So thank God I didn't listen to quote unquote day, whoever they are. You know, it's always a day. They said this, they said that. But thank God I didn't listen to them because I learned a lot at uh, Jackson State as well. And I graduated from grad school at the age of 21. Mm -hmm. And I came out here and got right into the whole background stand in and everything. So yeah, it was, it's it's been a journey. I'm just blessed. Now you're not a small guy. You're, You're over six feet, right? I'm six feet, five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey,
Okay. Uh, so, so you know, and that's the other thing. See, you are see, you're on another level. You know a lot. Because you know a drum major has to be at least six feet tall. And I didn't understand that. Um, Florida AM, when I first saw them, those dudes, each one of them was like six nine. Right, it was right, crazy because right, right. people have to see you doing right. your thing, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, cool. But they had after I left, they got a drum major, he was like five two or something. Right, right. But, <laughs> and then, but you have to be tall. Right. So people but then you also have to be able to be tall and move and, and fluid and, and, and bring fluid. some of that swag. So yeah. Because, I did. And the reason I'm saying that because see, you know, because college prepares you for so many things. And I'm just going to read some saying that as a freshman, you was a drum major at, at a HBCU, Mississippi yeah. Valley State. Okay, right there, you know, the, the amount of confidence is, is is overwhelming in a sense because you were blessed to be able to believe in yourself. Because now you're taking that same courage, that same, I've been, out, I've been there before, I've been in front, I've been tested to LA, wow. and you're achieving a lot of success. I, I, like I said, man, and I love what you said when people told you, hey, man, don't do back-to-back HBCUs. People will drop in and try to, that's why I always say up the front, don't let nobody get in your dreams or plan your future, not your family, friends, coworkers, nobody. That's why I always said it up top. And you you speak the truth right now. I'm telling you, because if you let anybody put the price on you, everybody love a clearance sale. They always going to cheat you. Right. So never let anybody tell you what you can't do. And if you if they tell you no, you're just speaking to the wrong person. Right. So go around that person and figure it out. But like you said, HBCUs taught me a lot. It taught me drive. It taught me focus. And it taught me never to take no for an answer. Um, and always there's always a will. Where there's a will, there's a way. And hard work always pays off. So even when I got here, I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm going to get discovered at a gas station. Right. I was like, okay, where do I need? I know there's work to do. Where do I need to do? Where do I need to go to get that work to make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be? Right. And I went, got to acting classes and everything else, and the rest is history. Okay, cool. And the, the, the cool part about when we're talking here about your career, about going through this whole process of defining you, and that's what I love about when, when, when I try to bring people on the show, like my 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 show airs on uh, YouTube, airs on iHeart, but it also airs on nine HBCU campuses intentionally, yeah. intentionally. And uh, and so when we talk about you, man, and representing and your philanthropy, because we're going to go, we're going to get to my, my little black book. Of course, we're going to talk about be positive. But I really wanted to talk about you because you're an inspiration, brother. You know, inspiration oh, and, and a very well-timed inspiration. And oh. and I want to go to the, the, the famous commercial because you're 6'5". Ah. Now, as Motar, ah. you don't look 6'5". You look about 5'2". Because you ain't got no legs. Uh, you ain't got no legs. Yeah, look, it's right here, too. Uh, somebody repeat that for me. Ah, I see it. I see it. I see it. So, yeah, the Motor of it all. And it's so funny. I love the way that you say confidence because I felt like I didn't have a lot of confidence mm-hmm. growing up. And that's why I wrote these books. Of, um, like Blackie came from me not liking my skin color. Right. And mm-hmm. so I say all that to say, when I went out for the motor, I was like, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. They're not going to pick me. Why right. me? Mm-hmm. And my best friend, Jamel, um, he was like, T, you got to go. It was raining in LA and something like they'll be driving like gremlins right. in the rain. I'm right. not going to be driving like 40 minutes outside. So I was like, okay, let me just do it. And I went there and I did it and I got the call back. And um, the director was so amazing. The first thing he did, he stood up and that was unusual. He stood up and came to me before I auditioned and gave me a handshake 
looked me in my eyes and told me like there was only a couple of people I can see. And you was one that I knew I needed to see because of your confidence. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> but you, there's a reason for everything. So if yeah. I didn't go through all the yes. craziness and, you know, the, the losses and getting all those L's and then having to grow, mm-hmm. I would have not been the person I was and, you know, the man who I am now to actually even get into the motor of it all, because mm-hmm. they said I, he exudes confidence. And to me, I was like, Oh, I'm just being myself. Right. And, right. um, yeah, because you have to be confident. You half man, half motorcycle. Right. So in the commercials, <laughs> you're really looking like who's looking at who? Are you in his world or is he, right. is he in, the, in our world? Right. So it's it's all that. But we got some amazing ones coming up on the 15th. Okay. And you guys want to see a way more of his personality. So I'm okay, really cool. Well, well, let me know because I want to drop that on my social and my news and my weekly newsletter too. You know, because I will honor you, especially with the fact that uh-huh. you know I, I knew in your, in your bio it only mentions Mississippi Valley State. So I gotta really honor you. You you you're two time HBCU. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that that's the love I gotta yeah. give you on that. But that's all I was just saying earlier is that is that because HBCU and you being a drum major prepared you, and, and a lot of people trivialize things when it becomes part of your personality, part of your success story. And that's all that guy was saying when he walked up to you. He said, You're confident. And it has been so built into you going out there, going out knowing what you had to do. Yes. Since you since you was a freshman, knowing what you had to give, now it was like, okay. Did you just do a march? How dare you? I'm telling you something. I'm telling you. You don't mess with me. What you ain't going to do, Mr. Mr. Terrence, Terrence, what you ain't going to do is mess with me, brother. What you ain't going to do is mess with me. Because because the the beauty of you, man, is that when I I look at your career, you know, we're going to the Bosch or Amazon, you know, uh, Batwoman, you know, the First Wives Club, you know, comedy. You know, and then you playing a character that's not real. You you seeing through it, but you make it real. Cause I was remember when I told my wife, I said, "Baby, I, I was like a little kid. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interview Mota." She said, "Who?" I said, "The black dude who's half man, half motor." She said, "That fool." Right. <laughs> People said, get it then, and it's been such a blessing. Cause the funny thing is, the grown men I see grown men now. They go crazy about it. So even um, a lot of people think I'm LeBron James when I have my mask on. Right, 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 and the right. guy follows. And I always get like a random person follow me through the right. grocery store. Right. And the guy followed me. I was like, oh, here we go again. Right. And he said, King James. And I took my mask off. I said, no. Well, right. actually, I did take it off. I said, no. He just stood there like, let me see. Right. So I took my mask off. And he screamed, you're the motor. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So he wouldn't leave. I took a picture with him. But it's like you get the big motorcycle guys right. with the tattoos right. and the beers. The, right. Oh, my God, you're the motor. You're the motor. Right. So it's it's so cool. It's right. so it's just a blessing to be. Right. You know, like I, didn't, I would never thought, you know, you come out here, you just think you want to do one thing. I just right. want to be on a show right? or just one show, give me one show. And that year I was like, just give me one commercial. Right. And right. I ended up doing five <laughs> right. in two days. Absolutely. And then now it's up to almost 28 commercials with that amazing man. company. Congratulations. So it's all, it's just all been amazing ride. And I think I know the reason I'm blessed because I continue to give even right. when I may not even have, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I know how, special it is to be in this space so I never take anything for granted. Every time I pull on that WB lot, I used to watch that when I was a child. So pulling onto those gates every day of the week, it's like I really just I just know I'm blessed. And so, I know I you know I've yeah, been there, man, I when I'm doing blessed. Jamie Foxx, you know, pulling up on there, man. And because very few people are allowed in that gate, brother. You you know yeah. that. You know, you walk in that gate, it's very few of us. 
you know, in those gates. And so I've been on Paramount lot, WB lot, you know, all the Sony lots, you know, all those lots, man, when they say your name and then you, you come on there so much, oh, go on by Terrence. You know, that's when you go, yeah, man, this feel, this is, this is the feel that I want to keep. This is the feel that I want to have because that's, that, that's a very small club, Terrence. And you know, that. it's a very Talk small about club and it's a, even with the show, these this is a real life, and it feels so good because every character I've been blessed to play, it's a mirror to real people. And my grandmother was going to dialysis dressed like Diana Ross, and she would always say she's making dialysis entertaining. And mm-hmm. I was like, how did, what's, what? And so now I'm literally making dialysis, educating people every week, but making it entertaining as well. So mm-hmm. it's all, it's, it's, but at the same time, I know it's a responsibility. So even walking, I may be going too deep, but even walking on there, I'm like, Wow, like the Sydney Portiers and all these amazing yeah. people paved the way for me to be yeah. here. So I take every day very, very serious. And I'm I know that something. I'm in the space to allow more space for us. Absolutely. And you have to because, you know, and you know, the reason I really enjoy talking to you, you know, first of all, I want to congratulate you on the daytime Emmy. Outstanding right. support actor in the digital drama right series. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you something. And I tell people all the time, I, I introduce a lot of people. They'll say nominated five times, nominated for an image award. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I know, dude, when you win one, you best put that in your bio because it's rare. Isn't that amazing? It's rare. And when they introduce me now, they got to be like, Emmy Award. Because usually, you know, I'm still very humble. So I'm like, they're like, you want an Emmy? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. But when I get introduced, Emmy Award winning actor, it's like, Oh, okay. I get I, I interview a lot of people nominated <laughs> for a Grammy. Nam nominated for an Emmy. Dude, I said, I I'm telling you, you had the longest bio I've ever read. But I said, so I, I gotta tell everybody his story. I, I I'm not I'm not gonna leave anything out. I'm not gonna shortchange you because I knew you I knew a sense of I don't know you personally, but your journey needs to be told. And I, when I when I see these things like you know daytime Emmy for, in a drama series, I said, hold on, I want to tell no, don't 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 slouch that. I, I introduced too many people in this show that say nominated in, as a credit. Okay, right. he's won right. it. Okay, and so because I did that too, I remember I remember I, I actually lost one of my image awards. You know, I lost it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I didn't understand. My head was down, just grinding, grinding, grinding. So, so I tell people I won two Emmys, I won three Image Awards, but I lost one because I don't know where it's at. You know, right. and, and now I'm mad because when I won that, because that was the first one I won, and I didn't feel the see the value in it until yeah. now. So yeah. when you said mine's right there, hey brother, you damn right is right there because you won right it, brother. There. You it's won right it right there. It keeps me humble though. It's yeah. keep, because even after I won it. My manager, Kaylin, she was she drove me home because I was tired. I was on eight planes that week. Right. I just wrapped up a show I was doing at 4 a.m. in Atlanta. I got on a plane at 6, got here at 12, got dressed, got on this, on this red carpet, won the Emmy and came <laughs> right back home and went to sleep and got back on a plane and left the next day. Right. So it was it was a whirlwind. And I remember being in a car with her. We're driving and she's like, and I'm, the, the Emmy's huge, just like this big. It's huge. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it came in a huge box. And she's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, you got to work even harder now. And I'm like, can I just get a couple of seconds to no. just breathe? And she's like, no, you're going to have to work even harder because yes. people are going to think that you think you don't have to audition or do anything else. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, never that. But that yeah. comes from the HBCU mindset. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. 
we got that, but we there's so much more to go. Right. I'm talking to the, the, the star, Terrence Terrell, you know, double HBCU, you know, star of the series, Be Positive on CBS, uh, produced by the incredible Chuck Laurie. Um, uh, just, just, just Google his name. You go, this brother's blessed. Terrence Terrell is blessed. And he's also the infamous black people. Listen up. Motar. He's Motar. <laughs> but let's talk about your character. Be positive, man. You know, you're an athlete, you know, that really can kind of like been humbled by this, by being on dialysis. Talk about it because you really, you know, when these characters, you know, whether they have a lot of lines or not, or not, a lot or not, you still have to be able to, you know, give a range and give a thought process to where that character is. You already got the natural build, so you look like an athlete. In fact, you actually carried the lead out of one episode. <laughs> I, I said, how, how, how small is this guy? 80 pounds? It was so funny because they said you had big bumps. So literally, I wasn't trying to like, I didn't know until I watched it, I threw him up in the air. Yes, like you did. <laughs> but when I saw it, I'm like, oh, he came off. I threw him in yes, the air. Yes. Um, but it's so funny because in high school, and, you know, you go through these different things. And I was skinny and my head always been this size since I was five. Right, so right, right, right. I always looked like a uh, what you, bobblehead looking thing. <laughs> so I started gaining weight and getting bigger. I got hit one time playing football in high school and I quit. I never played. So now it's so ironic. I get a football role <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to, you know, shine a light on my grandmother's actual journey through dialysis. And like you said, it's it's a lot of work in multicam. I've done single cam. I've done drama. Those are literally a walk in a park compared to multi-cam. Right. Multi-cam, I'm on set. We're practicing Monday through Wednesday. And right. then we shoot Wednesday night. We shoot Thursday and Friday. So you're working and you're acting from your toes all the way up to your head. So right. you're exhausted at night. Yes. So yes. it's a whole different type of sport. It, yeah, it's a sport. Multi-cam is like going to the Olympics. Right. It's like you have to, especially if there's a live audience. So you have to make the joke. Hold the joke because you got to think about when people laugh, you right. got to come back into the next line with the same energy that you left off without dropping. Right. It's, it's a lot. Right. You know, because I've done multicast, you know, wrote and produced Jamie Foxx, Sister Sister. So I know right. it's a lot of work. And, and even if you're not in that moment in the, on camera, you got to stay there because the camera's on you on that yes. wide shot. <laughs> Four of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I was on set last week, and right. I, we did three weeks straight. Usually, right. two weeks on, two right. weeks, one week off. We did three weeks straight, and I was doing my scene with Anna Lee, and they said, "Okay, hold Terrence, move for the light." I said, "Oh, her light." She like, "No, T, there's two cameras over there." I was like, "Oh yeah, multi cam." <laughs> I love. It, I love. It. Let's talk about your book, man. I don't want to leave this interview without talking about. Oh you know, yeah, you know, so my the black books, book. like I said, you know, we go through these things and we um, we forget how we got where yes. we are, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I feel like you never can forget where you. You have to see where you were to mm -hmm. know where you're going. Mm -hmm. So when I first started these books, mm -hmm. I was very, you know, in the South, we don't go to therapy. We go right. to church. Yeah, absolutely. So I ended mm -hmm. up going to therapy, getting some mm -hmm. stuff out, and I mm -hmm. realized that I had a lot of uh, mm -hmm. insecurities from childhood. So I didn't like my skin color. I told you about that story. Mm -hmm. So then I wrote a book about a little dark boy mm -hmm. who learns his, uh, what melanin is. Mm -hmm. It's called Blackie, mm -hmm. uh, which I've been called, but I mm -hmm. turned into an uh, acronym means be loving, adoring, caring, and kind of yourself. Mm -hmm. about loving yourself. So for little black boys, showing them that they're kings. Mm -hmm. um, and then I wrote the second one after my mother passed. So mm -hmm. she's superheroes every day. It educates wow. us on DNA. Then the fourth, third book, right, here we go. 
Then I, uh, the Crown Kids were bringing all the kids together. Right. And then his last book happened after the George Floyd. Um, I was I'm a mentor for Miss Tina um, Knowles Lawson and Mr. Richard Tina's Angels and Richard's Law um, Warriors. Yeah. And we had the week of George Floyd. The mm -hmm. kids we mm -hmm. had to, we meet with them every Monday, mm -hmm. and they were crying like hey, just imagine eighty kids in a Zoom call. You see these windows, and you can't touch them and hug them and let them know it's going to be okay because of the pandemic. And they were crying and I'm turning my chair. I'm crying. Miss Tina's crying. Everybody's crying. Mm -hmm. And um, the Asian one of the little girls just like, are they going to kill me because I'm, I'm black? You know, is, is, am I going to be on the news and get shot down because I'm black? Wow. And I just remember leaving that uh, meeting like, what? I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I need to show them that they're special, you know? And um, Skin Deep came up where when I tried to wash my skin color off, and so that's my new animated short that we're going up on Oscar for. And then my little black book where I'm educating the kids on different things like, you know, the Selma March, but also all these amazing inventors, right. you know, without them, the world would literally mm -hmm. be dark, right. you know, because mm -hmm. we were responsible for the light bulb as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So so my little black book. So it's a series of book and the whole brand is called I Crown Me because we don't need to wait for anybody to tell us we're special. You crown yourself. And you tell yourself you're special because in the books, the kids don't get any special powers. The power comes from self-love and self-worth. And at the same time, I knew I had to own it. So I own all my books, self-published them. So I own them right out. So money, money making conversations, right? <laughs> you got to <laughs> yes, know about yes, ownership because we don't get top half of the stuff that other people already know right. from, from birth. You right. know what I mean? I didn't even know what an investment account was until a couple of days ago. Right. I'm still learning. Absolutely. But we just have to open our minds to different things like now, that. Now, how can we get this book? So is, it, is it on your website? Or how would you so that I, Yeah, here we go. Money-making conversations, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So you go to iCrownMe.com, mm -hmm. which is my website. Right. At first, I wanted to be on Amazon all these other stuff. Mm. But Amazon takes 50 to 70% of your money they if do. you sell on there. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no. Right. So mm -hmm. I sold 100 and something books there. And I remember getting a check for less than $200. Right, was, right, right, this right. is my work. Why am I giving you 70% of my right. work and all y'all doing is put on a website? Right. So I was like, let me do my own website, make sure it's you know efficient. And so, and plus, I like to sign each book and let the kids know that I see them. Mm -hmm. Physically, it's a lot of work. But um, I did it that way so I can own my own stuff. And now with these conversations coming up this week with DreamWorks and all these amazing people who want to buy into my books or create the series out of it, I it's just me. I don't have to worry about a room full of people who own part of my work. It's just me. I own everything, all the way down to the eyebrows. <laughs> I love it, man. And I, you know, like the, the beauty of this interview, man, is just talking about a, a, a self-built person. You know, what I'm saying, yeah. motivated by and not denied by who you are, because we all get those 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 people who those uh people who try to I call them step in to your dream and and, and make it an ugly experience. And you're saying right now. Your size wasn't going to stop you. What you was born wasn't going to stop you. The color of your skin wasn't going to stop you. Then you flip the switch and you're there for people who don't look like you. Yeah, we have to. We have to give it back. And we can't fight this, this cra these crazy times with hate. We can't fight the quote unquote racist with mm -hmm. hate. We have to fight them with love and education. Mm -hmm. So you can't fault somebody for being ignorant to a subject. You know what I mean? We can mm -hmm. educate them on that subject. And after you do what you, after I give you that information, you do what you want with it. But I've done my part in this moment. 
So we just have to lead with love. And I really, really believe in that. And everything that you're going through, mm-hmm. know that it's happening for a reason. So the single mom, being on welfare, food stamps, all that stuff built character for me now. So I know that all of that happened for a reason. So you have to walk and cry. You don't get to sit and cry. You got to walk and cry. CBS, be positive. That, that's the perfect name for who you are, brother. You are a positive <laughs> brother, man. <laughs> uh, when you, I just said you. it and just uh, looked at you, smiled, I went, Kid, it could be on a better show that's associated with your brand, man, because you're a positive that brother. Amazing? It's been, and Chuck Lorre, of all people, and Mark Finney, what? It, uh, what? <laughs> Chuck yes, Lorre? Yes, they yes. were like, yeah, you know, he did this, 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 oh, this. I was now. like, come yeah, on, but what? He can actually so stop right straight to the top. So he's, it's amazing. He's rich, man. And so, again, I want to I'm gonna put the link into my newsletter because I'm going I'm to send you some direct money-making conversation. People. Get it. I'm going to drop it in there. But more importantly, man, uh, I'm looking forward to the commercials. So tell your team to get back to new Motar commercials so I can get on my social media and just start helping you promote your brand. Because as they say, you be positive, brother, because you stay positive because you are positive. OK, and thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for keeping this is the best interview I've ever had. You did a, a drum major move. You- <laughs> So I'm good. This this is made by Bay. Let's get it. Hey, 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 come on now. Hey, man, hey, T, hey, man, who, what black dude who out there think he got it going on didn't want to be you. They want to be you, you brother. You Come on now. I was Come like, on. hold on. Did you just do a move? You was hey, killing it. Hey, I'll tell you something, brother. I love you, but man, again, brother. Thank you for changing your set. <laughs> right. You came with the fire. I was like, hold up now. You ain't about to get me. Let me go switch. I'll be right back. <laughs> but again, man, I love you, brother. And uh, know that on your, I'm on your list. And get that stuff I asked of you. And Because uh, I want to sell some of your books. And more importantly, I want to just keep pumping you up. Because, brother, you fire. Hey, you fire. Thank you. And thank you for all your love and your energy, man. There's nobody like you. We need more you. Right? you. Okay, I appreciate you. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.